At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, if you haven't heard about WebmasterRadio.fm's mobile app for iPhone and Android, you got to listen up. This is amazing. You can now get not just CEO Coach, but every Webmaster Radio show on your mobile device. Go to iTunes to download or the Android app stores. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on our new mobile app. Hope to see you there. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach. From funding the finance, set up the staffing, our CEO coaches break down the art of business development from the ground up. Now here to get you started are the experts of online business startup, management, and development. The founders of Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. Welcome to CEO Coach this wonderful Monday morning. This is Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy. Welcome, Ann. Hey, Jillian. How are you today? I'm doing great. It's glorious out there. Uh, we're here today with a wonderful guest with Alejandro Cremades. Uh, Alejandro, I'm going to let you give an introduction of what your company was, what your company is, and what you just did recently. Hello, everyone. Good morning, and thank you so much for uh, having me here. We are delighted, Alejandro. Thank you so much for joining us. So tell us, your company used to be Rock the Post, and what is it now? So yes, it used to be Rock the Post, and we actually announced a merger, which we're very excited about last week. And now the company is, uh, is actually called OneVest. And the reason why it's called OneVest is because, one, everything comes together as one, the teams, and also the funding, and then Vest, obviously, from, from investments. That sounds pretty good. I like the name OneVest. I did read about it. There's a wonderful all at Forbes. So uh, I could give a, a 90,000 uh, character uh, indication of what that would be. But instead, we're going to put the URL to that on our Facebook page. So you can find us at facebook.com slash CEO Coach Podcast. And we'll be talking about uh, what we're talking about here with Alejandro and certainly about that Forbes article. So you can go read it, folks. So OneVest, pretty exciting. Who did you merge with, Alejandro? So we actually merged with Co-Founders Lab, 
and they were one of the biggest networks of entrepreneurs in the world. They had over 35,000 uh, founders registered with them. So we, we obviously were very excited about this because we were building a marketplace in which there were two sides to the equation. One was the, the startups, the, the deal flow, the founders, and then the other one is the, the investors. So obviously bringing them now into, into OneVest is, uh, is pretty exciting. Yes, it is. Um, how did you decide to begin this process? I, I think it's pretty exciting about the whole thing. Uh, you've got two different companies, one about funding, which was Rock the Post, and one around, and by the way, tell us a little bit about Rock the Post and what it did in funding, because it's a little different than things like Indiegogo or Kickstarter and so on. So I do want you to explain that, but then I want you to tell us how it was that you found each other, one around funding and one around getting founders together. So right. let's start with uh, Rock the Post. Tell us how that differs from things like Indiegogo. Yeah, fantastic. So uh, Rock the Post, what it is, uh, it's obviously crowdfunding, but I think that it's important for the, for the people who are going to be listening to, to really differentiate the different ramifications in crowdfunding. So you have on one end the donation-based crowdfunding where people pull money uh, in a, and in exchange they get a reward, and this is what you see on Kickstarter or Indiegogo. Then you have the equity crowdfunding in which Rock the Post is operating, in which people uh, invest money and in exchange they get a percentage of ownership in, in the company. And then the last ramification is the peer-to-peer -peer lending where you have a, a companies like Lending Club or Prosper operating. So that's, a, that's where Rock the Post really fits into the crowdfunding uh, space. Prior to the merger, we actually... Uh, it launched the investment platform on March of 2013, and since then, companies launching on the site have collectively raised over 66 million with our help. Uh, the way we went uh, around the, the merger, Co-Founders Lab actually launched on our site uh, their startup offering. Co-Founders Lab, what it is, is uh, not like the service that we were providing where we connect startups with investors, but the, and especially early stage, early tech startups is what we what we have on the site. What co-founders lab does is they are a matchmaking service for co-founders so for example if they you were let's say someone coming out of business school and didn't have a tech background but you wanted to launch a startup basically you would go on cofounderslab.com and there you would find your true match to launch that startup offline so they came to rock the post in november of 2013 they launched their offering uh, they raised a total of 750,000 with our help and I remember on, on March of this year having a conversation with Shahab, and, and it just felt right. It just felt right uh, doing a merger to form OneVest because there was no overlap on the teams. They were very, very strong in, what, in, in, in the areas in which we were weak and, uh, and vice versa. No? So it made sense from, from a team perspective and then also from a service perspective because what we saw on the market is that most of the platforms that were on our space we're more focused on the transactional part or on the fundraising part, meaning when, whenever the startups are ready to, to raise money. But what we saw is that there were many things that happened uh, in the early stage uh, arena uh, before that transactional part or whenever that company is ready for funding. And everything comes with the, with the team building, with getting that team right, because uh, at the end of the day, we can't forget that 33% of the time, Startups fail because there is problem with the founders. So the fact that we're now adding that scientific approach to have people find their true business uh, partner 
uh, it's really going to make a difference. And really the, the idea for us is to capture companies at the uh, formation stage, not only the ones that are fundraising, but also the ones that are at the formation stage and help them and handhold them all the way up until they get the, the financing. So this 33% fail due to founder problems, I caught that uh, along the way there. That was, it was quite a, a speech, but incredible number. One-third of companies that attempt to build a new, you know, formed corporation will fail simply due to founder problems. An extraordinary number. So I can see why you would make the merge. I can also understand, of course, that a huge number will fail due to lack of access to capital. And I'm most interested in the fact that OneVest is uh, focused on equity funding. This means that you must have qualified investors. How do you qualify your investors? How do the investors find OneVest now or Rock the Post before? $66 million is a lot of money. That means many people have already um, decided to put their money down through your corporation. So you've established trust. You've found the lenders or the uh, funders. You've uh, qualified them. Tell us a little about your process. So right now, people are talking, obviously, about equity crowdfunding, but equity crowdfunding is not really going to be called crowdfunding until the process is democratized, meaning that not only accredited investors, but also non-accredited investors are able to invest as a result of the implementation of the Jobs Act, which the Title III hopefully is going to be happening at the end of this year. So with that being said, we're right now only operating for accredited investors and the type of profiles of uh, individuals that actually conduct transactions on the site are early stage venture capital firms, family offices, and then as well high net worth individuals. We can't forget that this is only 1% of the U.S. population or 8 million Americans. And we're really about the, the democratizing that capital, no? that access to capital. So we can't wait to access the over 250 million Americans. But yeah, the way it works is very simple. They would come to the site. They would uh, qualify themselves via uh, questionnaires that we have. And then when they're ready to, uh, to invest in a company, we're going to actually conduct uh, additional background checks and so forth to make sure that everything is ready to go. Okay, so that's interesting. Um, so the qualification at the moment has to be there for those who are accredited investors. Um, I, I guess we could have quite a discussion about whether or not it's really a good idea to have people, uh, you know, betting their rent money on um, uh, startups and so on, which is what happens when you have non-qualified investors. The whole idea of qualification is that they would not be betting the rent money, but rather people who could afford to lose everything. So there will be some careful work wording around that, I'm sure, but it is an exciting prospect that at the same time, those 250 million Americans can also have a chance to invest at the very early stages. Therefore, if you will, democratizing that uh, platform and leaving it not just to the hands of those who are already wealthy. Pretty exciting stuff. We're going to take a break here in just about one minute. Um, before we go, I'd like to uh, have you give me an idea, though. Uh, as you merge the companies, are you still operating in the same place? Are you all in New York City or have you now two offices? Yes, yeah, so with this merger, we're going to be operating in New York, also in um, Maryland, and then as well in San Francisco. So uh, obviously, it's, we're gonna, we're, we have a little bit of a strategy, meaning on, on which departments make sense to allocate in, in, in those different states. But, uh, but yeah, well, that's the way we're going to be moving forward. 
Gotcha. So as, as we move on to the break, I did want to talk to the folks who are listening here today about some of the issues that we all face as entrepreneurs beyond things like funding and certainly beyond things like uh, finding our partners. One of the uh, things that we look for in terms of partnerships, uh, corporate partnerships, would be around our hosting of services. We're all technologists. We're all trying to build companies you know, from the ground up, and we build them really uh, – you know, for lightning speed, etc. So one of the companies that uh, sponsors this show that we're pretty excited about is GoDaddy, the GoDaddy web hosting. Uh, Anne and I actually uh, keep our own site, um, you know, is uh, just coming up and uh, we're going to be putting our own site at GoDaddy as well. Um, they certainly are lightning speed fast. They have reliability and rock solid performance. They include, interestingly enough, 150 free apps that includes things like WordPress and Drupal. So, so that you can build and manage your site right there, which is kind of cool for very early stage uh, founders when you don't have a lot of cash to flow around there. And with a 99.9% uptime and industry-leading load times, you never have to worry about whether that site is up and running. So we would suggest that you visit GoDaddy.com. You can enter the code, by the way, CEO-1-2, and you can get web hosting for a buck a month plus a free domain. And that's for just listeners of this show, which is pretty cool. So again, you go to GoDaddy.com, you enter this code CEO-1-2, and you get that web hosting for a buck a month and a free domain. There are some limitations, so go check the website for details. There are always small print, but we do suggest you go check it out. We're going to take a break here at CEO Coach. We'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. BubbleFast burst onto the e-commerce scene as a family-owned shipping supply provider back in 1999. The product line has grown, but Mark and Robin still own and operate BubbleFast as a family business. Being sellers themselves has taught them what online sellers need to safely and affordably deliver their products to their customers. BubbleFast is proud to be an active member of the community of online sellers. Mark and Robin sponsor seller meetup groups, share shipping tips and tricks through social media, and always love talking to customers and helping solve shipping challenges. Check out the website at BubbleFast.com. Sign up for the Bubble Briefs newsletter to join the Bubble Fast family. Use promo code WMR to get a 5% discount. Or call Mark and Robin at 877-599-7447. Happy shipping from Mark and Robin at Bubble Fast. 
When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And we're back. Welcome back to CEO Coach and welcome back Alejandro of the Rock the Post. Alejandro, it was really interesting hearing you talk about all of your uh, at your process of how you got to be where you are with your merger. But can we back up for a minute for our listeners and talk a little bit about crowdsource funding, um, what the different types are, sort of a 101, because some of I know a lot of our listeners are really interested in that. Right. So I think that, yeah, please go ahead. Oh, I'm so sorry. So, Alejandro, I know that you gave us a kind of overview. This is Jillian, um, that you gave us a kind of overview into the different kinds of uh, funding that were. But um, I was wondering about, I guess, your thoughts around um, the advantages of each. Right. I think that, for example, for hardware companies, um, uh, crowdfunding on the donation side, it makes total sense. Um, because at the end of the day, they're pre-selling their products, right? The problem Absolutely. is that, for example, when you are, let's say, a tech company, uh, it's not that you can really pre-sell too much. The only thing that you can give is early access to users or, you know, to become better testing. So really, there is a, a different alignment and a different kind of like spirit that is going to trigger that uh, contribution. So that's why I think that, for example, for tech companies, uh, it, it, they're going to be more successful on a potentially on a crowd investing uh, site, not like the one that we've been able to build, because there um, you have you have more of an investment going on and you can't really pre-sell anything. But as well, I would like to say that some of the, the success stories that we see um, on on donation based uh, platforms, they are due to the fact that they have you know we hear about many companies raising millions and millions of dollars, but that's really one out of a really big group, but I would like to say there that uh, these uh, these uh, these tech companies they really have a chance on the on the crowd investing arena because there is an alignment there between the investor and also the entrepreneur, uh, fully on the interest and on the future of the company. So that's why I think that in the end, yes, a donation is great, but if there is nothing tangible or a cause behind it that is really going to drive the interest of the person at the other side of the screen is going to be very, very hard to trigger that contribution. And that's why I think that the investment component really makes a difference for technology companies. That's really great. And it's great to have uh, your thoughts on that, Alejandro. How do you know if, how do you talk to investors? 
Essentially, yeah, I, I would agree. Um, this is Jillian. I agree. How would we talk to investors? As you say, it's important to know who's on the other side of the screen. So as we come to OneVest, which is very different than Indiegogo or uh, Kickstarters, how would you suggest people going down to OneVest say, you know, what do you present? Who's on the other side of the screen? What is this persona? And how do you entice them to come to your company to invest? Because it's a real different sell than, hey, buy my gadget. Yeah, I think that the, at the end of the day, re, this is really like a partnership. We view this as a partnership between the OneVest and then as well the companies that come to the site to, to raise funding. Uh, these people have, uh, I, I was mentioning before, the type of profiles that we would have no, of investors like early stage venture capital firms, family offices, and high net worth individuals. At the end of the day, the startup has the last say, and they also have a dashboard where they can really uh, see who is engaging with their profile. There is a messaging system where they can uh, talk and discuss uh, potential things about the deal. Uh, so there is a, there is many different ways in which that communication can be established, but it is very important to understand that this is early stage investing. It's all about really telling a story. It's all about people investing. You know? So that's why the, the, the human component behind and really getting to, to that interaction between the investor and also the entrepreneur is, is extremely important. I think that is a, there's a huge misconception with the fact that people feel that just by putting yourself up there on a platform, the money is going to start raining. I think that uh, there is a huge effort and it really takes a lot to, uh, to fundraise. So uh, again, this is a partnership and it needs to be viewed that way between the, between the company, in this case, OneVest, and then as well the company that is raising money. So I, if I get you right, what you're saying is it's about telling the story. It's about this human component and it's not about just being on the platform. It's about extraordinary communications. It's extra extraordinary communications, like you say, Gillian, because... It's, it's all about telling a story. Unfortunately, when you're an early stage company, um, you are kind of like trying to, to, to explain the colors on the canvas that you envision as an entrepreneur. You don't really have all the tangible stuff created around your company. So it's very important that you're able to explain and that you're able to have those investors understand what's the vision and the mission of what you're trying to build. Makes all kinds of sense, mission and vision. So let's change it, it up a little bit. Um, what about the law and uh, regulations? What what are the issues surrounding this um, with what you, the funding you're talking about? Yeah, what do they mean and where are we going? Right, so this is the, the JOBS Act. So this was passed uh, on April of 2012 uh, by Obama. And uh, basically what this really changes is uh, it introduces an amendment to uh, to how things were developed for the past 80 years. It's one of the biggest developments in financial history in the U.S. And there were five different sections that passed with the JOBS Act. Uh, three were implemented automatically, but then there were two where the Congress instructed uh, uh, the SEC to do further development. And that was the Title II and also the Title III of the JOBS Act. The Title II was essentially uh, uh, about how companies would be advertised, the fact that they were raising money, uh, also called general solicitation. This was implemented on September of 2013, and this would allow companies to, to really shout out loud the fact that they were raising money, being able to send newsletters, being able to do blog posts. This was completely forbidden. This was a word-of-mouth type of game for the past 80 years. So now the fact that as a company you're able to go to your big believers, your biggest fans, 
and tell them that you're raising money, it makes total sense because these are people that are already educated about what you're doing as opposed to doing the one-on-one interaction for getting potential investment. That was already implemented. The one that we're still missing is the Title III of the Jobs Act, uh, and this is the one that really introduces the possibility not only for the accredited investors but also for the non-accredited investors to invest in private offerings in the U.S., which in this case is startup companies. You were mentioning before, Gillian, that uh, there is going to be how this is going to pan out and you know, like what unsophisticated investors are potentially going to do. I think that to that comment, the regulators are doing a fantastic job, especially with the introduction of limitations, because we can't forget now that the framework of the Title III limits the fact that as a non-accredited investor, you can only invest up to 10% of your income if you're if you're making over a hundred thousand dollars a year and up to five percent of your income if you're making other one hundred thousand dollars a year. So we're talking about a big safeguard here that is really going to protect these people that are supposed to be unsophisticated. So it sounds like what this whole uh, uh, the Jobs Act has done is has enlarged the available pool of uh, of investors and lowered the barrier to entry. Is that correct? Yes, it's opening, it's opening the gates to, uh, instead of having just 8 million to over 250 million people, no? So I would like to really make a, a huge difference. This is not like going to Las Vegas and, and, and spending all your money, right? I mean, I believe that Americans uh, waste $63 billion a year on that industry. Uh, the equity crowdfunding and the possibility of being part of this is much larger than just, you know, like throwing money around. You have the possibility of being part of the future. You have the possibility of helping out entrepreneurs with your own expertise. And then also, if you would ask any wealth management firm around the U.S., they would typically advise their clients to invest anywhere from 5 to 11% in high-risk investments just to keep that uh, uh, balanced in the, in the portfolio. No? So I would say that so, is probably right, less so you know, you know, Alejandro. I was going to say five to eleven percent for a high net worth individual, right? Which is somebody who has at least a million or two point five for a couple, and so on, which is the uh, legal definition, and so on, is fine. And these days, that kind of thing is middle class already, right? We're really opening this up now for people who don't even have a million bucks to retire on. Now we're talking about, if you will, central middle class to lower middle class to even those who are barely making it, you know, through the day. And these are the people who. Are spending the sixty-six billion dollars, uh, or excuse me, sixty-three billion dollars on gambling already. So I'm going to be devil's advocate because I am, by the way, on your side. I think this is an extraordinary thing, and that the good part is that we get to open it up uh, so that it is no longer just this quiet, sealed word of mouth, right? So just before we uh, end this segment here, I, I want to say the uh, fear of this is that people who don't have the ability to make decisions around how to save for their own retirement will be putting money down in the hopes of making it rich on the next big Google and those kinds of things and simply be swayed by good communications. So, you know, good marketing says, oh, we're going to be brilliant and you can be wealthy and come invest with us. I guess, do you at OneVest look at this and say, no, the good outweighs the bad and we will help people to communicate not just well, but wisely? Right. I think that, you know, in the end, that's why I really feel that the regulators are doing an excellent job. 
And that's why when you, for example, as a non-sophisticated investor or non-accredited investor, you would only be able to invest literally like $2,000. I mean, that's not a lot of money if you really like measure that. And, you know, like we are here uh, comparing with gambling. And at the end of the day, you can go in, in to Las Vegas and, and you can spend all your money and there's no limitations there. So I really feel that, you know, like we're just talking about two different things and two different animals. And and this is really building the future. It's innovation. You're creating jobs. You're helping to economy and so forth. And I just think that it's a mistake to um, to, to, to compare you know, gambling with equity crowdfunding. Excellent. And by the way, I would agree with you. So I think we just had to have that discussion. We're going to take a quick break here at CEO Coach. But uh, one more time before we go, um, I did want to mention again this bit about GoDaddy. Uh, They are sponsoring our show. It's great. But um, I wanted to note that, uh, and I didn't mention it last time, that with GoDaddy, you have this managed WordPress. So you don't have to simply create your WordPress site, migrate it to an existing one, and so on and so forth. GoDaddy actually handles the hosting, the setup, the backups, the security. They keep your site running and so on, blazing fast speeds. That leaves you time to share your passion with your customers. So pretty exciting stuff. One more time, I wanted to share that code that we have. You can go to GoDaddy.com. You can enter a code now, PRESS8. That's a different one. PRESS8, P-R-E-S-S-8, and you can get this managed word hosting for a buck a month and a free domain. So it's two different ways that you can get to GoDaddy. Just wanted to share that. We're going to take a break here at CEO Coach. When we come back, we're going to wrap up with Alejandro Cremades, who is now the CEO of OneVest. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Paywin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. As a business owner, you labor for the love of it, and you don't always have time to worry about your website. With GoDaddy Managed WordPress, you don't have to. Simply create your WordPress site or migrate an existing site. GoDaddy will handle the hosting, setup, backups, and security. And keep your site running at blazing speed so you can share your passion with your customers online. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter code MANAGED to get managed WordPress for $1 a month plus a free domain. Some limitations apply. See website for details. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended... 
While some affiliate networks can give you offers, Affiliate Offers Network gives you offers that pay big. Why do affiliates work with Affiliate Offers Network? How about because they work with powerhouse CPAs like Affiliate.com? How about that affiliates get paid every Monday to kick off their work week? Plus, learn how their green bucket system can turn your email, display ad, social, video, or mobile impression into profitable income. Get connected today with Affiliate Offers Network. Call 312-560-0175 or visit AffiliateOffersNetwork.com. Best Search Strategies, where our hosts, Jamie Smith and Brian Lewis, discuss state-of-the-art search strategies and tools to help search marketers increase conversion and lower costs. Best Search Strategies, on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. This is Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy and Alejandro Cremades. Thanks, guys, for being with us today. This is amazing. So, uh, Ann, what did you want to ask uh, Alejandro before he pushes off here? Oh, my gosh. Um, We've covered so many topics, Alejandro, and we're so grateful. But what are your top tips for CEOs uh, considering crowdsourced funding? Well, I would say that uh, uh, out of my mind right now speaking, I would say that is very important to build a strategy around your 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 offering, right? Like if you want to launch a, a, an offering where you want to raise money, you want to kind of like build a story, like I was mentioning earlier uh, today. And meaning that story, you need to know how to, you're going to be tackling the press, how you're going to be announcing this, how you're going to have potentially some investors already on board backing you so that you don't start from scratch. Because the problem is that this is just like a prom night, right? Nobody wants to be the first one on the dance floor. So you need to create that momentum around uh, your campaign. So uh, with that being said, I would also like to uh, uh, mention that one of the tips is to understand your vertical. Uh, there is a lot of platforms out there that are operating in the space and they're doing a great job in different verticals. So if you're, for example, operating for retail or consumer, you're going to have a better fit. If you're operating for tech companies, then OneVest is going to be uh, your place to go. So I think that the, the, the most valuable tip is really to be very strategic uh, when really launching your campaign and putting that story and that momentum together. So how would uh, how would a company that wanted to engage with you, how would they go about that? Oh, it's just as simple as going into onevest.com or rockthepost.com and, and, or cofounderslab.com if you're a co-founder. And the way to do it is very simple. You just create your profile and off you go. It's a very, very simple. And either to create your profile on to, to, to get to match with another co-founder, it will take minutes. And, and as well to launch your offering on, on, on Rock the Post, no, under one vest, it's just a, a matter of minutes. So that's the way to, uh, to really um, uh, start the action component going. And then we're very, um, we're very responsive. So if there is any comments or any questions, you can feel free to, to reach out to us. Um, via the, the tools that we have on the site. And then as well, you can reach me on alejandro at onevest.com if you have any questions regarding anything uh, of the discussion that we had uh, today. Okay, so Alejandro is spent, spelled A-L-E-J-A-N-D-R-O 
and that would be at onevesta.com. Um, Alejandro, thank you so much. This has been quite extraordinary. Um, before I let you go, uh, I wanted to say you get on OneVest, you create a profile, and then what are one's expectations? Uh, what do we have to do as you know CEOs once we get this stuff on OneVest? You can't just put it there, you know, you can't build it and they come. You must build it and market it and they will come. Absolutely. It's all about the strategy. Before doing anything, just try to understand where this fits into your fundraising and then, you know, build a story around it. That's that's the way to do it. Because just by creating your profile and, and just letting it be there, it's not like money is going to come out of trees. Uh, and again, we really view uh, companies that launch on our on our platform as, as partners. So uh, we will definitely, if the company is able to, um, to, to, to pass the filtering systems that we have, uh, to launch on the site, we would actually uh, view this as a partnership and we would reach out to them and, and get things moving. Okay, so you actually help to promote them to those investors who are coming to your site. That's a good thing. And um, as you connect with the companies and so on, you're obviously doing a significant amount of work just beyond um, having a platform, which is, again, a difference between you and Indiegogo and Kickstarter. What are the costs of working with OneVest? What should a company expect? I'm going to go raise myself, I don't know, a million bucks or 10 million bucks. What will I owe OneVest when I'm done? Right. There is, we have a partnership with a broker-dealer, and uh, they are uh, the ones involved in the transactional part, and there is a commission that they would charge uh, on the transaction of 5% if okay. the offering is successful. And also for the, for the uh, transactions that actually come from the first and second degree connections of uh, these entrepreneurs, meaning friends that they have or family or uh, let's say VCs that they're bringing with them, there's going to be no commission on that, only on the efforts that they generate as a result of launching their campaign on the site. But That's again, uh, this, is, this is done via uh, our broker-dealer partner, Wellforge. Okay. So... Listeners, uh, I have to repeat what just happened there. That was absolutely extraordinary. Um, unlike any other crowdfunding uh, platform I've ever heard of, if you go to OneVest, what I'm hearing is that if you bring a private investor, you do not pay, if you will, that commission on that private investor, right? You bring your mom in and she's going to give you 10 million bucks because you're lucky and you have a wealthy mom. You're not paying a commission on that 10 million bucks. She was going to give it to you anyway, right? That's extraordinary. And it's what prevents an awful lot of companies from kind of trying to raise money online and sending everybody that way. They must give up commission on everything. So that's just brilliant. You can bring in your current funders, show people that you already have traction. Therefore, you're more likely to get new funders. And simply for the closing out of your round, those new funders, you'll pay a 5% commission. Um, having been around this block for a few times, um, I know that those commissions usually run between 7 or 8 and as much as 12 to 15 for, if you will, those analog brokers um, who would be trying to fund you. And by broker, I mean the, those who try to find the people who will fund you and then you got to go pay the broker anyway and so on. So when you daisy chain all of that stuff up, it's usually much more expensive. So quite extraordinary. I appreciate it. Is there one last thought you've got for us, Alejandro, before we close the day? Well, just as a side note to that comment, Gillian, if someone has a parent that gives them $10 million, I would definitely ask them to invite you and I to lunch. Absolutely. <laughs> can, can I come too? <laughs> 
Oh, you're invited, Anne. All right. So, yes, um, I, I keep hearing we have um, all these seniors with a great deal of wealth. Uh, certainly, you know, we're all looking for it, but uh, not happening. So this has been Jillian Music and Anne Kennedy. Uh, it's CEO Coach. We're with Alejandro Cremades. You can find us at webmasterradio.fm, through iTunes, through iHeartRadio, and, of course, swing by our Facebook page at uh, facebook.com slash CEO Coach Podcast. Again, facebook.com slash CEO Coach Podcast. You'll find links to the article about uh, OneVest and the new formation of the company, as well as many other references about our shows here. Till next week, this is Jillian and Anne. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.